Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Using my phone. Okay. All right. Well, at least we can do it from that perspective. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good. Just... Nice and warm out here and toasty. Oh, nice. <laughs> so what? Uh, how long do we have? We have as much time as we want, dear. Okay. So have you started? You what? Can we get like 10 minutes? Can you get like 10 minutes? Yes. I'm not sure. What, what do you mean, just 10 minutes? Like before we go live. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. So let me call you back in 10 minutes. Okay, go ahead. And you know, the camera is also not switching on on my phone either. I was thinking I would, I, I never thought to try the phone online. Well, it may not work on your phone. I'm not sure. What kind of phone do you have? Metro PC. No, it's not going to work on Metro. Okay. Yeah. You, right. you, you got to have one of those so-called high-end phones like... Uh, uh, you know, what is it? The iPhones and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'll be back in 10 minutes. Okay. I'll be here waiting on you, dear. Take care. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. All, right. all right. Bye. Hey. I don't even know how to leave. <laughs> all you have to do is just hang up the phone. No, I know I, I didn't dial in, you know. I'm oh, using you... I did the online because I was thinking maybe I could join that way. Yeah, so... well, that's good. Well, just do it that way then. That's fine. As long as your voice is coming through, it's that's good. Hold on, let me find a way to end. Okay, okay. I found it. Okay.
Hello, officer. Uh, what seems to be the problem? You know why I pulled you over? Actually, you know. I can't say that I do. That figures. We well, see, this is a nice small town, right? Kind of neighborhood everybody knows everybody. So I don't know you two. So are you lost or something? Well, actually, we are on our way to Austin, and we're just passing through, so that's probably why you didn't recognize us. Sir, is there a problem here, or did you just want friends to pull over and chit-chat with? Young lady, I wasn't talking to you. Now, unless you want to be in even more trouble than you already are, I would suggest keeping your mouth closed. Tracy, it's, it's all good. Let's just let the officer do his job. That's right. Now, that right there, it's the best advice I've heard all day. So, uh, tell me you guys are a couple or something? That is none of your business. Tracy, please. Yes, officer, we're actually married. And as you may tell, my wife is very protective of me. Mm. All right. Protective. I gotta say, couples like you, you make me sick. And why is that, sir? Come on. Look at you. Look at her. Do you have any weapons in the vehicle I need to know about? I need you. How a lot of y'all are into that. No, officer. There are no weapons or in this vehicle. All right, so then you don't mind if I take a quick look around? Actually, I would. You need a search warrant to search the car. A search warrant? <laughs> have you got a lawyer or something here? He's not, but I am. And he's right. You do need a warrant to search this car. My man, I, I do this for a living, so let me just tell you something. A little piece of advice. If you put the reins on your woman a little harder, it's going to go a lot better for you. But if she keeps yapping her mouth, both of you are going to be in a world of her. Now, do you understand me? Yes, sir. I mean, just let me handle this. Now, officer, why don't you tell me the real reason why you pulled this over? I don't have to tell you anything, buddy. Sir? Would you please step out of the vehicle? Step out of the vehicle? Why? 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 Because I told you to step out of the vehicle. That's why. Officer, stop. You're hurting him. On your feet. I'm with me. Hands behind your back. Now. Officer, why are you doing this? Why? Because the sight of you two together makes my skin crawl. Now that's why. It ain't natural. It certainly ain't right. Now, you might feel that way, but it's not illegal. You got me there. But possession of a controlled substance? Whoop, that's certainly illegal. Those aren't even mine. I've never seen those before. Let me see about that. Be my word against yours. Officer, what's going on here? Oh, what's going on here is you better order yourself an Uber because your ride is coming with me tonight. And I gotta say, nothing makes me happier than putting guys like you away. All right, John, window. Tracy Atkins, FBI. This is Special Agent Nick Walker. What's going on here now? We've received many allegations about your racist and sexist behavior, Officer Franklin. So much so that the FBI was brought in to investigate. And I think you just gave us all the evidence we need to close your case. Your indictment will be on Friday. Everything she's saying is true, John. Reverse your own grave. Now listen, listen. I know this situation got out of hand, all right? I apologize. I do. Look, guys, remember how it is? 
being out on the streets, never knowing what could happen, having to make judgment calls. It's too late to apologize, John. I think you should go home, get your affairs in order. Hello, officer. Uh, what seems to be the problem? You know why I pulled you over? I think Michael Jordan may have gotten finessed out of owning the Hornets by a member of the you-know-who community. Check this out. Michael Jordan, his Forbes evaluation is $2.1 billion. If he was making $400 million a year from selling Nikes outside of all his other investments, he would be worth a hell of a lot more than $2.1 billion. His evaluation took a hit when the Hornets lost their evaluation. Please understand what I'm saying. The vast majority of Michael Jordan's net worth is actually the ownership of the Hornets. And that goes for a ton of other billionaires, Jerry Jones, whoever. So let's just say Michael Jordan owns 66% of the Hornets for easy math. That's two thirds of the Hornets. They're selling for 3 billion. He's getting 2 billion, right? So 2 billion worth plus the 100 million from Nike, that's 2.1 billion. That's his evaluation. Now enough of that math. Let's get real. Two years ago, he made a terrible investment with Gabe Plotkin. By the way, that's a minority owner who's buying the damn Hornets. So he told Gabe, yo, go ahead and bet 500 million of my money. I got you. It was like a verbal IOU. And Plotkin went and put a ton of money into the stock market, somewhere around $4 billion, and they lost. But instead of going to Jordan and saying, give me that $500 million, Plotkin said, I don't got it. I don't have the $4 billion I just bet. So then this man right here, Ken Griffin from Citadel, worth $32 billion. The real willing to go, in, go into what, was, what we're talking about when we're saying, like, you some things you didn't deserve when you were young. What were the things that, that led up to that that happened? Basically, my father sexually abused me from age 8 to 16. Now you're looking back because now there's so many things that kind of tell you what to look for, Yeah. What, you know, what makes you feel uncomfortable. But I have to be honest and say, in the beginning, it did make me feel uncomfortable because it, you know, it, it was hugs and kisses and tickling me and playing with me. And that was just daddy doing daddy. And, you know, and I was a gir daddy's girl, so nothing of it looked indifferent to me and i was a daddy's girl but not a mommy's girl no. and so so with my dad being the predominant parent showing me the most attention mm -hmm. you just don't know what he's doing is wrong you're willing to go in going to what was what we're talking about when we're saying like you some things you didn't deserve when you were young what were the things that that led up to that that happened Basically, my father sexually abused me from age 8 to 16. Now you're looking back because now there's so many things that kind of tell you what to look for. Yeah. What, you know, what makes you feel uncomfortable. But I have to be honest and say, in the beginning, it did make me feel uncomfortable because it, you know, it, it was hugs and kisses and tickling mm -hmm. me and playing with me. And that was just daddy doing daddy. And, you know, and I was a gir daddy's girl, so nothing of it looked indifferent to me and i was a daddy's girl but not a mommy's girl oh. and so so with my dad being a predominant are you a victim of a motor vehicle nothing could be further from the truth slavery didn't destroy the black family Do now, let me see your hands okay let me see your hands i need to see some id get on the ground get on the ground now get on the ground get on the ground now I'm a federal agent. 917 3. I'm a federal agent. Get on the ground. I'm a federal agent. I'm Why wouldn't you show me your ID when I got here? Don't move forward. Yeah. You didn't ask for it. Get on the ground. We'll figure it out. Right. On that 
Not getting on the ground. Well, then stay where you're at. I'll stay where I'm at. Fine. Why do you got to make this harder than it is? Listen, I'm not getting on the I have no, I have no problem making this. You're the one. 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 I'm not overreacting. We got a call that someone's impersonating a police officer out here and doesn't have ID. No kidding, because she doesn't want to open it. Okay, get on the ground so I can find out who you are. It ain't happening. Okay, fine. Fine. Do you find I think I'm a police officer or something? What the heck's the matter with you? Who do you think you are? Get on the ground. I'm not getting on the ground. I'm not getting on the ground. Do not reach for your waist. Keep your hands up. Why would I have an Oleg shit? Get your hands up! Yeah. Oh. Get on the ground! On the ground! Face down! Now! now. Face down! You guys are making big mistakes. Oh, you, you are, are the one making mistakes! Gentlemen, face down! Now! All the way down! All the way! All the way! You got my ID right here in my pocket. Left. And we're gonna put your arm on your back. Wait a second. Do not resist. I'm not resisting. You're acting like a no, moron. Wait a second. Stop. Wait a second. Wait a second. No, don't do this. Wait a second. I got a medical condition. Get my license out of my pocket. We're getting you secured, bro. Please, please, please. No, don't. Hold on. Hold on. I'm hyperventilating. Please. Wait, please, sir. I'm, 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 I'm not. Stop resisting. Would you please get my ID out of my left pocket? Stop. I'm begging you. My my wife's pregnant. Please. It's right here. Please get it. Wait, sir. Help me up. Just hold me up. Sir, I can't do it. Wait. Sir. Stop resisting now. Please help me. Sir, please get my taser. My federal creds. Get your taser out, Bill. No, don't do that, please. Sir. Don't make me tase you. You're going to get taken. Put your right arm behind your back. Okay. Put your right arm behind your back. Help me up. No. Help me up. No, you're going to stay on the ground. Put your right arm behind your back. Let me. Her chap, sister. What's up, Dr. Kweku? Hey, what's up? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Well, we might as well just go ahead and get off into it here. Let okay. me just tell folks that this is T25CL uh, uh, Entertainment. Uh, uh, we are coming to you live. And tonight I have Sister Reparations on the, uh, on the line. She's not on the camera today. But what we're going to be discussing is, is the whole reparations idea and the necessity for that to be uh, a process that we should fight for with undying and unwilling energy. So uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, first of all, I want to tell people what's going on here at T25. We are a 24-hour music station and also talk radio, Galaxy Talk Radio. On Monday night, we have Compton Politics. On, on Tuesday night, we it's us here with the mothership. And on Wednesday is Rosalind's Corner. And then on Sunday, on Saturday, is the Andre Ward Show. And Sunday, it's one-on-one -on -one with King Coco. So uh, please, by all means, tune in. We have also uh, a movie listed on the website called United We Stand. You can go on and rent that movie for, I don't know, a couple of dollars. It's a very good movie. It's an African-made, African-produced movie. And uh, we are just trying to build up the uh, the process here at the station. We're trying to uh, move into the area where we can control our own destiny and having our own outlet for exchange of information. So by all means, please, www. 
T25CL.com. That is the website. And this is Reverend Dr. Ninana Kweku here on the mothership. Thank you and welcome. Welcome. So uh, what's going on, sister? Tell me what's happening. uh, What's the update on the uh, reparation? Oh, boy. What is going on? Hello, sister. Yes. Uh, There you go. So, uh, yeah. Can Uh, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. So just give me an update on what you're working on. Uh, what what's uh, you know how can we su- can support the the process that you're doing in terms of reparations? Okay, so reparations is a vital part of the black race advancement. There is no way we're going to get forward without passing reparations. There must be accountability first of all. And then that accountability can help stop it from further happening. And we must have payment for the crimes done. I have a way that is very simple that we can come together and demand reparations. Black people, we are the engine to America. We built this, we keep it running and we make up most of the frontline workers. So we have the strength to demand. Imagine if for three days, every black person was not to turn up at work, social gatherings, and we were to stay in our houses, companies will not be able to operate. Lives will not be able to function. There we will have the power to demand reparations. We must come together. And then we are also blessed to be in this era of social media. So imagine for three days, we don't show up at work, no social gatherings. We go live on every social media platform. Some um, platforms will actually crash. Our voices will be heard all over the world. We will bring this economy to a grinding halt and we will have the leverage to demand for reparations. Another thing that is very, very important about the stay at home demonstration, not only are we going to make like our presence felt when it's not there, another message we are putting across is that we don't want you to be messing with us anymore. I mean, we will never downplay every step that our forefathers and every black person took for demonstrating. But at the same time, black people are so hurt. They physically abuse us, rape us during demonstrations. People are killed during demonstrations. So this is a clear message that I do not want to be a part of you physically. I don't want to be anywhere near you for you to continue to hurt me. Okay. All right. I, 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 I get that. So 
and definitely I'm 150% behind any movement to demand uh, a complete uh, reparations. Uh, one of the problems is, is I, I, some, some numbers I just want to throw out at you right now. Uh, and, and when the slavery ended, that African people owned one half of 1% of the gross, the, the wealth of America. One half of 1%. This was at the end of slavery. In 2023, in spite of the 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 uh, Oprahs and the Perrys and all of the different people, billionaires and millionaires, in 2023, we still own one half of 1% of the wealth of America. And so when someone asks the question, what is what kind of advancement have we made? How have we matriculated uh, where we can visually see the improvement on the part of African people? When you look at those numbers, there has been no improvement. Uh, there are a lot of people who like to say, oh, well, we've come a long way. We've did this, we did that, we've X, Y, and we've Z. But for whatever reason, we have not been able to develop a consistent flow of wealth development that would make us more free and would give us the opportunity to be in control of our communities, our community, our security, and all the things that make us a community. And, and we have to understand, too, we have to look at uh, what is a community. A community controls its schools, controls its politics, controls its wealth. Now, a hood is someplace where people live and there's houses and buildings. So all of us uh, uh, potentially live in hoods because according to those stats, we have not advanced and we have not moved anywhere from, from, from post-slavery. So what, you know, I agree with you. If we could get African people and I, in America, there's 40 million of us. And if we spent the money, if we exercise our right to shop, buy, create businesses in our own communities and keep that money in the community, our wealth would be the size of, we'd be one of, probably one of the, the 10th largest country in, in the world. The, the economic side of that. But since we're not doing that, we're so disillusioned and, and we're so, uh, uh, what is the term I, sh I can use here? We are so divided and and receptive to this whole democracy idea and this whole integrationist idea. Integration does not help us. There were people during the, the, the 50s and the 60s who, who stated that. Even when they integrated the schools, there were people who said, no, that is a bad move. But because we have a lot of Petersons, Candace Owens, and a lot of different people who promote this stuff, and that has brought us to where we are today. We are in America, still owning less than one, uh, uh, one half of 1% of the total wealth of America, in spite of all the contributions and the work and efforts we have put forward. So uh, I agree with you. Uh, you know, I'm not sure, I don't know. I hope that that's one of the vehicles we can use, which is to us to shut down for three days or four days a week. In fact, this is not the first time that idea has come up. 
In fact, Martin Luther King brought that idea up. That's, I, I think that's one of the reasons probably why he was murdered. When he became more political, they said, well, it's time for this brother. He's got to go. But he had talked about people staying home from work for four or five days and we could shut Wall Street down. You know, we'd have another one of those, uh, they like to refer to it as Black Wall Street, Black Monday. I call it White Monday because every day that they are in control, uh, they are in control of all of the wealth and control of all of our actions. And so how do we rise above that? One way may be to do exactly what you say, which is uh, find a way for us to keep continuously get that message out there until enough people buy into the idea until people realize that we're not free. Yes. Not, uh, people are fighting every day. Now they're fighting every day to take away your freedom of speech right now. They're taking books out of the library. They're saying that our history has nothing to do with uh, uh, American history. Our history is world history, but they don't want to study that because then it will be shedding the, the light on the truth of what they have done and what they continue to do to try to manipulate and be in control of us, as well as every other so-called the, the immigrants who migrate to this country. So I don't fault people for wanting to come here because they can come here and on a, they, can, they can certainly do better than they can in some of the countries that they come from. But the reality of it is, is that they have no power. They can take their green card anytime they want to and ship them back. So they can't even uh, become political. They can't ship us anywhere. That's what makes us such a threat and makes us such a danger to this whole uh, continued modern day slavery that they uh, propagate on us every day of the week. So uh, what do you think, sister? Yes, Dr. Quaker, I agree with you 100%. We are so disillusioned. As much as we have a lot of work to do to emancipate ourselves from mental slavery, we must be realistic with what is on ground. We are a lost people. We are so behind. The black race is doing so poorly that we have nothing to celebrate about. We must be the most disillusioned people on earth to think that where we are is okay. And look, time is of an essence here, you know. We all know what is going on in this world right now. Practically, however you want to see it, like World War Three has kind of started and it started with Russia and Ukraine. Look at how black people were treated in Ukraine when there was time of war. Look, evidence in front of us. What do our um, black leaders from Africa do, be jumping up and down going because of Ukraine, South Africa and some other few other African countries went to meet the president of Ukraine. How do you do that? Black people, we must wake up and recognize that we are lost. Reparations can be gotten in so many different ways and there must be accountability. Accountability is so important. We cannot advance, we cannot heal without accountability, without reparations. And we, every black person on this earth must do everything in their power to make sure that reparations are passed. Reparations can be done immediately in Africa. Things are less so rigid in Africa and things are more 
you can bend things a bit more and add things a bit more flexible in um, um in africa imagine look let's not act like we are in, we have we have friendships or loyalties with anybody look at how black people are treated forget about every other kind of um political relationship or whatever because these people are not your friends they are your enemies look at what their history has shown you look at what they do and still do there is no question about it if the african countries right now were to shut down all their u.s um, embassies british embassy foreign embassies tell them to get out pay reparations or get out companies presently in africa right you either pay reparations they calculate how much your country owes us you take the percentage or you get out when you come you don't dis look there are villages in obuasi gold mine right now that these foreign companies and the government of ghana have allowed them to pour cyanide into ponds destroying the land 200 plus rivers in Ghana have been destroyed because of Galamsey and we don't even have more than 300 rivers. Do you understand? So if you're coming and if you want to stay, you make sure that the local people in at a certain radius have the same standard and quality of life as where you're coming from or you get out. We don't have time to play anymore. Black people, we have to come together. Look, if you think really about it, this shutting down this Black Wall Street three-day, five-day stay-at-home demonstration, us coming together and picking a date and standing strong is the only obstacle. But if you think about what it really takes to do it, it's not much. So Black people seriously have to wake up and take accountability for what we are doing to destroy ourselves and stop others from I always look we had the white man as a slave now we have our own leaders who have been trained to be our slaves now we're going to swap that for china and then you come on we have to stop it mm -hmm. we have to recognize that we cannot live like this anymore and the way they want to um write us out of the history do you get me as Rev um, was saying, they don't need us anymore. They must find a way to get rid of us. And and they are and one of the things they are doing that by uh, a process of of continued colonialism, uh, continued indoctrination, and changing that indoctrination uh, to the point where our own people are fighting to maintain what they are trying to implement into our children and the schools and the libraries and all over the world, as a matter of fact. In fact, uh, several people have went to Africa and gone in different places and, and opened up schools. And one of the uh, uh, one of the criteria is that they can't speak their own language. They have to learn either English or Britain or whatever it is that uh, the people who are colonized in the area at that time, you have to learn their language. You cannot speak your language. People need to not forget that this is what they did to so-called Native Americans who mm -hmm. were not the original Americans, but they they introduced them to their school system, made them cut their hair, and started them to stop them from speaking their language. 
and to almost to the point that they're almost extinct in, in American culture. Mm -hmm. Uh, the ones that are living on the reservations are living under some horrible conditions. They don't even have the right to vote. And these are supposedly the so-called native people of this country, although we know the history tells us a different story. So as long as we are going to participate, and I've been looking at stuff, documentaries and history, reading stuff for the last, for, for all my life, but I've been paying very much close attention to it here lately, where all the way from the very beginning, every time we have participated in the destruction of other people, that we, we helped destroy the Native Americans. We helped, we fought in the Mexican War where Teddy Roosevelt and his Rough Riders were supposed to went up the hill. It was a lie. It was really black soldiers who took San Juan Hill and then Teddy Roosevelt took credit for it. We have got to understand who we are and what our purpose is. If your purpose is to become Americanized, then you have succeeded. You have succeeded. But if you're seeking uh, equal rights, equal treatment under the law, you have missed the mark. And we have got to stop this right now. And and one way of, of, of rectifying that situation is if reparations does take place. But we even have some of our own people talking about, well, if you give all them black people money, they're just going to go buy Cadillacs. It'll be our business what we buy with it. The, prop, the situation is they owe us and they need to pay the debt and they need to pay it now. And we, we no longer need them to study uh, if, if it's necessary or is it just. We know it's just. They know it's just. That's the reason why they continue to duck and dodge and, and come up with all these excuses for why they haven't paid it. And then when they get some of us colonialized uh African, not African-American, but American-Africans to agree with them, then this is the reason why it's taking so long to push those bills through. And they're probably never going to get through because there's so many of us, you know, although there's 40 million of us here, so many of us have sold out. And even if we haven't sold out from a, a from a daily struggle standpoint, we've sold out psychologically to we are no longer willing to get in the fight. Uh, you know, it's hard to get our people to say, hey, there's a problem here and we need to work on it together because they're afraid they'll lose their job. They'll lose their prestige. They'll lose their little house or they'll lose their scholarships. It's time for us to to go back to the root. And if we have to lose all those things in order to move forward, then that's what we should be about the business of doing. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much, sister, for, for contributing that. And I would just like to suggest that, uh, you know, people out there, uh, this is T25CL Entertainment. Uh, this is the mothership of, of Galaxy Talk Radio. And we're trying to build up a following so that we can get people to understand that uh, we nobody's paying us to do this. We're doing this because we are true revolutionary people in the spirit of trying to regain control of our lives and our children and, and stop the continued destruction of uh, 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 people who are called African-Americans, but I call them Af American Africans because we are Africans first and we are American by citizenship. And the reason why we are here is because they can't figure out what to do with us. That's why it's so easy for them to murder us and destroy us and, and fill up the penitentiaries and the jails uh, with our people 
because this is one way of destroying it. The other way they're doing it is destroying the, the African family. Uh, I, I was listening to some stats earlier today about the, the, the rate of marriage institution in the black community. It's becoming like an extinct animal. Uh, people don't want to get married. The so-called American, uh, uh, the, the modern woman says she doesn't want to be married and she doesn't want to, uh, she doesn't want to be a part of, of any relationship. She don't need a man. So when you have people who are, are, are promoting this kind of psychology, women don't need men and then men don't need women. Guess what, what, what's the option? What is the option? So we had better wake up before these complete, completely destroyed uh, until, you know, 50 years from now, you'll be able to come to America and we'll be just like the so-called Native Americans. People won't even know that we still exist. So uh, yes, you said it perfect. That is like we are so close to becoming like the Native Americans, and we are so close to being sold back into bondage. Yes, and don't think that that can't happen because oh. these people change laws every day. They look what they did with the Roe versus Wade. Fifty years in existence, they went in there and got their people on the Supreme Court, and they overturned it. Uh, and this is another way that they have been able to to really destroy families. This is another way that they've mm -hmm. been able to, they've been and they're they're doing it in such a way that we we don't understand what's happening. We think that this is just uh, these people have a belief and they're following the law. These people don't follow no laws. They don't follow the laws of God or nobody else because first of all, they don't believe in any God. Mm -hmm. I don't care if they're Christian, Jews, or Muslims, or who they are, because their whole purpose is is to garnish power. And when they get power, guess what? They inflict their rules and regulations on you. I don't care if you're in a Muslim country, or you're in the Gaza Strip, or you over there in Africa, what, what they call Israel, but it's really Africa, where they're destroying those people in Gaza. And you talk about how the, the Ukrainians treated African people. Look at what Russia is doing over in Africa. Look at what the Chinese are doing over there. They're doing nothing but modern day colonialism to our people. And if we don't wake up, we're going to wake up and find out that we are back in slavery without even being aware of it. And you got some black people, some people who, I don't know, this guy Kanye West or somebody who said he thought we had it, uh, we were, we had it great we were doing great in slavery we didn't uh yes yeah, so we didn't have to worry about nothing everything was taken care of for us they keep forgetting that we didn't have food we didn't well families were destroyed families were separated women were raped uh and men had to stand around while their families was being destroyed and manipulated and they completely destroyed the psychology of the black man and the black woman to the point where we were come to a place in 2023 where we can't even stand each other. Mm -hmm. you know, black men are marrying white women and the black women ain't marrying nobody. They're running around out there going to a, what they call sperm banks to have a baby say, well, I want a baby, but I don't want a band. I mean, we got to understand all of this is part of the cohesive movement on their part to destroy, uh, you know, African people here in America and globally. Mm -hmm. Because whatever they're doing here, don't think for one minute they're not doing the same thing everywhere else. You know, it, everywhere it, on earth, African people are being 
uh, discredited, abused, manipulated uh, to think that somehow uh, you are the standard, but you're not the standard. In other words, uh, I heard a guy on Roland Martin's show the other night where he said, well, we don't, we never, we don't need black people. We never needed black people. And, and, and when he, Roland explained to him that black people built the country, he said, because we showed you how to do it. So white, white people think that they are more intellectual and more intelligent than us, but we are the ones who found them up there in the caves of Europe, uh, didn't even know how to fix their own food, didn't know how to take a bath. They didn't know nothing about care. They didn't know anything about agriculture. All those things that make, that feed us and take care of us as a planet were learned from African people. Mm -hmm. And, and, and if, if we don't study, if we don't research and understand our importance, then we will go on in this year process of being a part of helping to eliminate ourselves off the planet or discredit ourselves in the eyes of the world by following the colonial ideology. Yeah. Yes. And it's very, very important for like black people to unite and become segregated from white people because when throughout history, Whenever they are around, it is to the detriment of the black race. And it's like the black, the white race need to be independent of black people. It's like we are, they are too so dependent on us and the lack of respect. And they really do see us like back in the day when they were using us for the feud, like some horses. And like another thing that we, we have to be so careful about slipping back into slavery in an even worse form. How in it is it that in the year 2023, some states like Mississippi have reinstated Jim Crow laws, some of them, and there's not an uproar in the black community. And it's like, how do we keep on allowing these things to be repeatedly done to us? At what point do we say enough is enough? And we have a big danger. Like we, this world we're living in currently is all about lovers of themselves. Do you get me? Which that's why they're promoting that agenda more so that the black people will even forget even more and more and more about who they are. Like you were saying, the breakdown of the black family. Why do you think Kamala Harrison can go to Ghana, go and stand on the slave castle, you know, and go and pass LBGTQ bill. How does that happen? Well, you know, one of the things is, is that we have to understand, and, uh, you know, I don't want people to get the wrong impression. We're not talking about who you have become. We're talking about the reason why you have become what you've become. And these people have, this is another one of their ways, even when Obama was in office, Obama was afraid to use the term black. What was one of the first things that he worked on was the LBGTQ community. They helped to pass rules and make laws and all these kind of things to assist these people. And that's fine if they want to do that. But how do you put those uh, positions over being black in America, the people who built America, how do you uh, not even speak to the issues of African people uh, in America? 
I mean, even like Jackson, Mississippi, I, I think, yeah, in Mississippi, where 66% of the people there are black, but they don't have one political person on the board or on the council or nothing. So they don't have clean water. They don't live. They don't, they are not a part of any decision making. So this should tell our people that we don't, the rules are not in place for us because mm -hmm. they have a way of manipulating the rules. So it doesn't matter if we have the numbers. It doesn't matter about your vote. And I heard a brother speaking the other night and he was talking about, about Democrat or Republican. Which one of them have done anything for us? Let's not look, let's read history. And now we're fighting on, on critical race theory and all this stuff. Let's just look at history. Everything that they have done has been to destroy inner credibility that we may have. So what is it that they're, what are they trying to accomplish? What, who, do, who benefits from us still being stagnated? Who benefits from us filling up the prison? Who benefited for us from not being married? Uh, our people don't even want to get married anymore. The average marriage lasts for five to seven years. Most of the kids are raised up in single uh, family homes, a, a, a lot of them by, most of them by women. So what that does is completely annihilates or destroys the whole dynamic of community. We used to talk about the village back in the day. There is no village anymore. There is no village. And until we wake up, we're going to continue to erode even further away from what is right and what is natural. So we will, we will work our way toward extinction on our own by continuation and following European uh, psychology and culture. Yes, sister, go ahead. Yes, it's like we must learn to separate ourselves from what white people are doing. Because throughout history, and people must get comfortable with the truth. It's like being politically correct is taking over the truth. The truth is these people kill you, murder you, still continue to kill you, murder you. And you think that you can walk hand in hand with them in society and everything is going to be okay. Mm -hmm. You haven't made them accountable for what they did to you and you're laughing and walking with them. However, how are they going to respect you? How are they going to even understand that you have needs when you yourself don't express them? You don't fight for yourself. It's like... Well, there, there is no need to res respect you because you don't respect yourself. Mm -hmm. Where in the angles of history have you uh, seen people who disrespect themselves get respect from uh, these outside forces who want to uh, control all of the resources of the planet? These people don't have no interest in us. The only interest they have in us is destroying us. And like I say, they don't need us anymore because they, they they'll turn all of these new modern uh, immigrants into slaves. They'll be modern day slaves because they won't allow them to move through the political ranks where they'll be able to come to a, a process of, of making real change. It, it is ironic that in 1865, when the slaves were free, that we are still 2023 and we have not advanced, not one iota. Every black town, every black Wall Street, every uh, traditional community 
that we established have been completely destroyed, completely destroyed. And yet uh, some of our most educated, uh, uh, well, I guess you could call them educated. They graduated from some of these major uh, universities. Some of our most educated people get on TV and talk about the progress we've made, but yet they can't show anywhere where we have moved into a place where we have any real say-so in our own destiny, that we have any ability to secure our own communities. We have no ability to uh, educate our children. We have no, we don't have communities. We live, rent, buy from them. I don't care if you own a 500,000, I'm half a million dollar house, a million dollar house, you're paying them their banks. And, and we have to find a way to reverse that until we reverse that, we're going to continue to slip further and further off into uh, what is now uh, referred, referred to as modern day slavery. Once again, let me just uh, say, yeah, this is T25CL and entertainment. Uh, this is a Galaxy Talk Radio. This is the mothership. This is Reverend Dr. Nina Kweku, and this is Sister Reparations out of Atlanta, Georgia. And you know, our, our objective here is to try to promote uh, reparations for all of our people globally. But uh, once again, uh, as I said, this is the uh, uh, T25CL Entertainment, Galaxy Talk Radio, and we'll be here every Tuesday night at 7.30. And hopefully uh, my, my good sister will be on camera uh, next week. In fact, I'm going to have my brother, to call, my son, to call you and try to figure out a way to get your your uh, computer hooked up uh, okay. so that we, so we can you can really be live and people can see who you really are uh dr williams was supposed to be on but she had to go to the doctor tonight well she had to go to the doctor i guess she's still at the hospital but uh dr williams uh, also she works on the reparations committee and uh she's uh, in the process of sending some papers to me for us to send out to all of our listeners and have them to fill out those applications uh, to really push forward with a full uh, reparations. We're not interested in the reparations that they want to give us. We will sit down and formulate our own committees and decide what is owed and what we are due. And so uh, there are people out there who are willing to talk about reparations, but they want to, at the same breath, they're allowing these people to decide what our time is worth. What is the murder of, of my great grandfather worth? What is the, the destruction of his family where he never saw him again in life? What is that worth? What about the people that they murdered? What about the people that they roasted? What about the babies, the women that died in the fields during pregnancy? What about the babies that they used to feed to alligators? What about Emmett Teal? What about uh, Stinson, a, a young boy down in North Carolina that they put in an electric chair because he's supposed to harass two white women. He was 13 years old. They took him to court. The trial lasted one hour and the jury was out 10 minutes and they sent that boy to the electric chair, the youngest boy that was ever executed in this country, a black boy. You understand? These are the things that these, that is no, no, no price. If you really want to think about it, that is no price that they can pay for the horrible traditions and treatment of African people here in America. So we have got to stand firm and we've got to continue to move forward. We've got to continue to stay 
live every opportunity we get on every medium outlet we get an opportunity to be on to let people know it's all about them paying their bill they owe us they owe us so that we can reclaim our community so we can build our communities so we can uh you know administer the activities in our communities so that we'll have our own schools and we can speak, teach whatever language we want, you know? But until we realize that, until we wake up and understand that we have been a stolen people and we're still a stolen people. And now the only thing is, is that we volunteer to be part of that stolen process by continuing to participate in, in a system that uh, is this, this continuously destroying African people and their ability to think for themselves. So uh, let's wake up people. It's time to, they screaming about woke as a bad word. Woke is a good word. You, you better wake up because if you don't wake up, you will wake up and find that you're no longer here and you, and you are in a worse condition than you are right now. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, go ahead, sister. You got any uh, final words you want to add before we clock out? Yes, I just want to state as well, just as you're saying, we have to wake up, we have to stay woke, you understand? Slogans, we have to practice what we're saying. And black people, every black people can start truly. Let's start emancipating ourselves from mental slavery. That blockage must be removed. Yes. Yeah, it's it, it's time to heal, and 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 the only way we heal is by hearing the truth. And here at the mothership on Tuesday nights, you're going to hear the truth. And you might say, "But that's your truth." Yeah, well, this is our truth, and we're like they say, "It's my truth," and I'm sticking to it. And because you haven't shown me anything better, I haven't seen any progress in terms of of uh, us being in control of how we live, how we eat, how we sleep, how we educate ourselves and how we secure our perimeters so that we can truly call ourselves people, a free people. You know, so we are, we are people out here lost in a diaspora of confusion. And it's time for us to put away that confusion and start to seeking out the truth. But most of us have been so indoctrinated to if they tell us don't read a book, we, we won't read that book. We're going to read what they tell us to read. Well, it's time for you to wake up and smell the coffee. You, you had better wake up because if you don't, the alternative is this. You think things are bad now that we're losing our children, that they're murdering and killing each other in the streets. Wait till 20 years from now or 50 years from now. If you don't recognize your children now, you really won't recognize them in another 35 or 40 years because since the, uh, the uh, 60s, late 50s and early 60s, you know, we were fighting. We were fighting, but we have went downhill uh, in the whole process of, of trying to gain our rights. We have went backwards instead of forward because now uh, at least then people were out there, if they didn't know any better, they knew, okay, this is black. Let me go out here and fight for it. Now you can't even tell who's black and who's white, not in concept uh, uh, psychology. So we better wake up and realize that these people are going to destroy us. 
and we are going to be uh, uh, helping them to destroy us by participating in their process that they know is detrimental to, the, to our well-being. And anything that they are for, we should be against. And so I am against, I'm against uh, uh, American psychology. I'm against uh, 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 Republican. I'm against Democrats. I'm against all those people who say that they are up there fighting for the rights of all people. Well, they are fighting for the rights of all people, all people except African people. And we better wake up to that. And so once again, let me just say thank you, sister, for coming on and sharing with us. And uh, we're going to be back on. Hopefully we get your a computer up probably next week where people will be able to uh, uh, see you live because sometimes they say a picture is worth a thousand words. And once again, this is T25CL uh, Entertainment. This is Galaxy Talk Rodeo. And this is uh, the mothership. And this is Reverend Dr. Ninana Kwaku uh, signing out. Thank you and have a blessed, blessed, blessed uh, tomorrow. And uh, we'll see you here next week at the same time. Hotel, hotel. Hotel, brother. What's up, man? Hey. I've been on here the whole show. Well, since yeah. about 8 o'clock. Well, you ain't say nothing, brother. I saw you yeah. on there. And no, that's why I you didn't call on me. Oh well, hey man, you know, come on, Chief. You know, hey sister. Yes. This is the chief. This is Brother Andre Ward. He's the chief at the station. Uh, Hello. And greetings, my sister. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Oh, very, very, very good. That's yeah. all right, where, brother. Where, where, you, where are you located, sister? Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, very good. I'll, I'll be in Atlanta pretty soon. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to be down there also. So, we'll oh, wonderful. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, in fact, uh, Dr. Moss is down there, and he was going. He said he was going to be on the show next week. He's in Atlanta also. Oh, good. So, uh, uh, once again, sister, thank you very much for coming on and and uh, sharing. Can I ask a question, quick, real quick, Doc? Yes. Okay. There's about 40 million of us here in this country. Um. And I would just, let's just say if the 30 million of the 40 million are descendants of slaves, how, um, if, if they, if they said tomorrow, okay, black folks, you can get reparations. Mm -hmm. Now, come to bring us proof who your relatives were in slavery. So out of the 30 million, how many of those people do you think, and the sisters think, can actually show proof of who their slave relatives were? Can I can I answer this question, please? Uh, yes, sister, go ahead. So reparations, right? America is paying the black race reparations. When it comes to America and the people currently in America, reparations goes to every single black person in america that identifies as black or african-american on the paperwork because about black folks that were let's just say if they came here from africa or, or somewhere else dark-skinned people that were not or that are not descendants of slaves well no i understand i understand your question and and, and it's a it's a good question 
But I know personally, my grandfather was a slave in the state of Virginia, and I, the records I've, uh, you know, I've already pulled the records, and I'm sure that a lot of other people could do that. It's just a matter of doing the research, and uh, and the, the the problem we have is that we lack the tenacity to go and do the research, or we don't find these things to be important. In fact, we've come to a point where some of us don't even want to be associated with what we call ourselves. Uh, uh, you know. No, please. I'm so sorry. I, I, I need to say this again. Reparations, yes, right? When reparations is being passed in America, right? Mm -hmm. Anybody who, like, official paperwork that you have residency in America, right. and you identify as Black, Americans are paying reparations to... That's how the people qualify. It's not about the percentage. The same way we identified in all paperwork as black, that's the way it should be. And it doesn't stop just there. Do you understand? Reparations for it to reach Africa, then uh, reparations has to be calculated on the things like IMF, the atrocities, all the money, all the gold. Do you understand? And then the pay, then so on an individual strength because of slavery and what happened in the grounds of America, it goes to people identifying as black with, with residency in America. And when it comes to paying the countries, right, it goes to from America to Ghana, from, Ga from America to um, Uganda. That is how we're going to calculate it. So then it takes away that whole question of who's going to qualify and who doesn't going to qualify. America has done atrocities to black people all over. I think, I think too, sister, that we can't overlook the fact that Asia needs to pay reparations for what they're doing over there now because they're moving in there and giving out loans and, and these loans are not being repaid and they have high interest rates and they're taking over the resources. You know, Russia is doing the same thing. You know, mm -hmm. Everybody, the, not just America. Yeah, some of the other NATO nations. So yeah, you're absolutely right, but that's a, that's a global perspective. But I think what we have to do, we here in America now, is we have to become as vocal as possible in terms of getting the word out to waking people up to the point where they understand that, hey, we don't have to make any excuses for reparations. They've already committed the atrocities. All what we're saying now is that I loan you $10, I want my $10 back. And we need to push, continues to push. And I think that your idea is great if we can get that uh, if we can somehow matriculate that to where people will will do that on a national level. And, and certainly it's worth a shot because, uh, like I said earlier, Martin Luther King had thought about that, too, and talk about shutting down Wall Street. We have to hit them in the pocket where it hurts before they are recognized and say, OK, we're going to have to pay these people or we're going to have to kill them. But we have to be very careful that we don't get put out on Front Street uh, because America has a history of murdering and killing people who speak out against what they're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, I got another question for you too. Of course, America is guilty of, of slavery for sure, but so is England and so is Spain. And That's so what I was saying. Portuguese. Yeah. They are guilty as well. And matter of fact, and so is Nigeria, so is Ghana, so is Senegal, so is Gambia. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are owed by a whole host of people, and also the Arabs, too, because they were also guilty 
in this thing too. They are they are, they are the ones who came down and assisted the Europeans in capturing us down in the Western African region as well. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and and people don't know it. Uh, uh, even Israel over there now, where they get using our tax dollars to try to enslave the so-called Palestinians. But if you read history, you'll find out that those so-called Palestinians, those were the people in the Bible were known as Philistines. Let me just give you a little information. Those people were African people. Those and people were African and, people. And so I think that we here in America who are the descendants of slaves, the ones that were taken from the West Coast of Africa, I mean, everybody owes us from Europe, um, from the, the Saudi Arabia to to uh, the West Coast of Africa, the African nations as well. I mean, because mm -hmm. I was in Nigeria and I went to the slave trading post in Badagri mm -hmm. and I saw where Chief Moby <clears throat> captured his own people, kept, kept them there in this little cell and traded them off for little trinkets. Yeah. And, and here, it, I mean, I saw this myself right there in, in the west coast of Africa, there in Nigeria, in Badagri. I went yeah. out there and stood on the flat rock and looked out over the lagoon and into the Atlantic and mm -hmm. saw where uh, uh, our, our people were taken from there. And right. so there was some complacency uh, with, uh, with the African nations in this thing as well. And so we are old. For right. sure. No yeah. doubt, brother. Well, but hey, brother. That, and that thing that I post, I think that our people here in this country, because I always ask people when I meet them, black folks these days, you know, once they get to get their name, where was your plantation? I don't know. I think it was in Texas, Louisiana. And see, this is a problem because our people don't know where they were enslaved here in this country. Mm -hmm. They don't know who their slave uh, relatives were. They don't know the names. And, yeah. and so this is one thing that our people must do here in this country. And, and when you want reparations, you got to be able to say where your people were during slavery during that period of time. And well, you know what? You know what? The, the thing about that, unless they were illegal slaves, most of these places have records. Like you can go up to the Mormon temple up here in Oakland, up the hill there with the gold temp thing up there. Right. They have a record thing in their basement up there and you, and they will research it for you. Yeah. You know, and I know because I went up there because somebody told me, although I already knew my heritage, I went up there and I found my grandfather's name in there. And what you will do, and you can track, they'll have records if they were legal slaves. In other words, a lot of slaves were illegal because they didn't want they had to pay taxes on slaves. Right. And so right. if you were illegal, you may not be able to trace it. It'd be more difficult for you. But if you were legal, there is a record somewhere. And the only thing that may be changing is you have to, that's where the research comes in, where you have to track those names. If you were owned by Mr. John and then he sold you to the next plantation owner and they changed your name to something else. But well, you see, so the 1860s slave registers, though, the slaves were enumerated. They didn't put their names on there. They took a census of all the slaves in 1860. Yeah. So I found my great great grandfather and great great grandmother. They were number 24 and number 26. Oh, oh, wow. 
And, um, and, and then they were later, whatever happened in 1860, this was in Louisiana, then mm -hmm. they were bartered off to come into uh, East Texas. And so right. I got my history from several different, uh, yeah, three different great-great-grandfathers on, on the plantations where they came from. Yeah, and we have to, and that's what we have to, that's part of the task. It's not just a matter of bringing attention to the fact that they owe us. They already know they owe us. It's waking up those people. And that's what uh, Dr. Williams, that she's going to be on next week. Uh, she's from up in uh, Nevada. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, she has been working with the courts uh, to file suits uh, to for them to pay reparations. But the thing about it is that they can show you how to do research. And like I say, as far as the numbers game is concerned, it, that that numbers that numbers are still on a plantation, and they might say 24, 26, or eighty nine or whatever was was on this plantation. Now the thing it is, you have to find out what were the last slaves. Um, can I say something real quick? Yeah. So we eliminate all of this because we know that slavery and involves every black person. Do you understand? So in just dealing with America, right? You see how easy it was for them to know who got a stimulus check or not? They can base it on the same that. The only difference is that the stimulus check went to everybody, but this one, when they are doing it, they'll just allocate black or African-American. Then well, yeah, you don't have to do all of that. Yeah, but there's still a lot of stuff that we have to deal with. And, and in fact, I, I don't know whether you're aware of it or not, but one of the, the, the biggest slave owner in the state of Virginia was a black man. Did you know that? But you see, they they try to soft soak it by saying, well, he treated his slaves better than anybody else. He still utilized slaves to become a wealthy person, a part of this system here. And so we can't be concerned about whether they were green or yellow or pink. Anybody who can prove that they are directly linked to slavery is owed a debt. And, and that's I, it, by identifying I, black or African-American on the a form. Right. And I agree with you. Every black person, certainly you didn't come here as a refugee and you didn't come across the border down there. So you do reparations. And I think we have to use that approach because people may not be able to track those numbers, you know, and they may not be able to track people who were 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 not listed, you know. And the division comes into it. You, we see that every any element of division always causes a problem. So you nip it right in the bud, mm -hmm. and every as we identify on the form, black or African American, it's not who came from this and that and all of that. And then for the um, African countries too, there must be accountability. There are people in power right now that must go to jail because they're doing what is slavery worse than even the ancestors. Exactly. You know, you're absolutely right. I agree with you, sister. And once again, I, I, I thank you. You are you are a, 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 a beacon light out there. Let's just keep moving it forward. And we're going to continue to grow this thing where we're going to get more people involved, where we're going to be talking about it uh, globally. In fact, uh, you and I are going to be going on uh, African Daily TV that we'll be going out of Britain. And that's going to, we, we're going to bring all this stuff. It's going to be on a global market then. 
Mm-hmm. Supposed to go on that the first week of July or something, right? Am I right? That's what I thought. Yeah, the first week of July. Yeah, but that's what we're going to be operating on. That's what we're going to be working on here. Certainly, we're going to talk about other news as it as is relative to the movement of African people. But our main major focus is going to be on reparations and and trying to wake people up from this from this slumber of. Of, of thinking that somehow uh, America is, is the land of the free, the home of the brave. So once again, uh, thank hey Chief, thank you, man. I appreciate you coming on. Oh and, yes, sir, Doc. It's all good, man. It's a yeah, thank you. And nice meeting you. And I do hope I see you all in Atlanta soon, very very soon. Oh, oh we, okay. Uh, yes, all right, I'll, I'll be there on the second uh, of um, July. Okay. For, for a week. Oh, um, okay. Okay. All right, brother. Well, once again, it's T25CL Entertainment. This is Galaxy Red Talk Radio, and this is the Mothership signing off. Thank you again for uh, coming on live with us and, and talking with us about the issues that are relative to uh, progression of African people in America and globally. Thank you once again. Hotel. Hotel. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.